Hello, everyone. Praise the name of Jesus. We are so delighted to be with you once again today to our Abundant Life Family Church online broadcast. I'm Pastor Monty McCutcheon, and this is my lovely wife, Pastor Don, and we pastor Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin, Oregon. And today we're going to get right into the scriptures, Luke chapter 18. If you have your Bibles, you can open them there now. Just a heads up, we're going to be receiving communion towards the end of the service once again. So be ready for that. And also, we want to take this opportunity to let you know that you can find the most updated information about Abundant Life Family Church on our website at www.alfc.net. And also, we want to thank everyone who uh, has helped us by prayers and through their faithful financial support to help us to be able to do what we're doing for the gospel, for the kingdom of God. It's a great time to be living and it takes all of us together to be able to do the work of the ministry. So we thank you so much and yeah. pray the fullness of God's blessing mm -hmm. upon your life and upon your family, your job, your business, your sales commissions, whatever it may be that you do. God wants to bless you and we thank you for helping us. Praise God. Amen. So in Luke chapter 18, let's go ahead and start out with prayer as we ask the Holy Spirit to once again help us today as we want to go to him and have him help us to be able to explore the word of God that we need to share today. Father God, we do thank you today for this precious, precious privilege to be able to be students of your word, to be like the Bereans, to search the scriptures, to mm -hmm. see that the things that we're looking at today be so. And Lord, we thank you for the Holy Spirit who enlightens our darkness, who teaches us in the way that we should go. And he unfolds and reveals the word of God to our spirits and gives us illumination and understanding in these days in which we live. And we'll give all praise, honor, and glory for every need met to you, Lord Jesus, this day. Amen. 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 Well, again, if you have your Bibles and you already haven't turned there, look at Luke chapter 18. Luke chapter 18, and we're going to begin in uh, verse 1 again today. We've been looking at this along with 1 Timothy chapter 2, if you've been with us. And this last two and a half, three months, particularly, and even before that, since the whole outbreak of the coronavirus, we've been looking at prayer, the importance of a believer's prayer, and the different facets of praying. And other things in between also, but particularly prayer, because prayer is what really facilitates the will of Almighty God mm -hmm. to come to pass on this earth. And we never want to take for granted what God wants us to do. We cannot leave up to God what he's left up to us. And God's not going to move like he wants to until we do pray. But there's a particular type of prayer in praying and interceding, which we've already discussed in previous sessions, if you've been with us, but particularly the prayer of persistence mm -hmm. and praying without ceasing. Because we're at a place right now, as all of you know, that our nation and the leaders thereof need prayer. That's right. We need to be upholding this nation and the future thereof because things hang in the balance. Mm -hmm. If Jesus tarries his coming, as far as future generations That's right. and how they're going to be living. And we definitely 
want this nation to stay free, even as it was founded on the principles, Christian precepts. Jesus said in John chapter 8, he whom the Son has set free is free indeed. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples and you'll know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So the word of God brings us spiritual freedom. And that spiritual freedom is what facilitates through the hand of faith in prayer what we can experience here on earth. Mm -hmm. And as the scripture said there in 1 Timothy chapter 2, and we won't turn there right now, but just to bring to your remembrance, that when Paul told Timothy to pray for the leaders and those that are in authority, that we would lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness. Mm -hmm. And the end result would be that men and women, boys and girls, would come to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And that's what it's really all about. Mm -hmm. Because that's all we're going to take into eternity with us is what we did for Jesus. Mm -hmm. And when we find out what heaven's perspective is for our life and run the race that God's called us to run, mm -hmm. then we can do so with joy and we can do so with our faces set as a flint and we can be steadfast. And as it says there in 1 Corinthians 15, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Amen. Well, you know, and too, honey, um, not all men have faith and you, and that's another reason why we're praying for our leaders and praying for all men, where it talks about we're supposed to pray for all men and also our mm -hmm. leaders too. But, you know, their decisions, talking specifically about leaders, their decisions impact us. Right. And that's why whether they make the right decisions or where they make the wrong decisions, that's where it talks about where, you know, whether or not we can lead a quite peaceable life. But also, too, you know, Second Second uh, Thessalonians chapter three sheds a little bit more light on that verses one through three, and it says, and I'll just read these here real quick. But it says, finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. So, you know, Paul is talking here, and it goes on to say that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith, mm -hmm. but the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Amen. So you can see how people's behaviors, they can impact us for good or for bad. Yes. Our future. We know who holds our future, of course, but that's why we need to pray. Exactly. So it can have, so the word of God can be established in our lives. We can have, you know, it can be free. It can have that free course. Mm -hmm. It's not hindered. And that the plan of God, like you said, comes to pass for our lives. Yes. And we need free speech. We need the ability to communicate the gospel. Yes, we do. And so More there's than ever. <laughs> never been like a time we're in right now where we need the gospel unhindered. Mm -hmm. And as that scripture she just read is so apropos that it would have free course and we'd be delivered from unreasonable men because mm -hmm. not all have faith. Yes. We know certain things are going to take place and transpire in these last days. We're living in the end of the last days the end of the end of the last days. Mm -hmm. Jesus is coming soon. Yes, he is. And one of the things we have to be careful, and we've made mention of this before, but it bears repetition, is that we don't leave up to God what he's left up to us. In other words, we can't trust God's sovereignty that God's going to do something about our situation without us asking him, mm -hmm. that he's going to just supernaturally superimpose his will upon our will, mm -hmm. because that's not true. That's that right. is not true. Mm -hmm. That's that's a lie of the devil. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And that will not cause us to pray like we should. Mm -hmm. So back to uh, Luke 18. Did you find that yet? <laughs> Luke 18 and verse 1, it says here, and I want to read this. This is what the Lord Jesus Christ said. He said, And he, Jesus, spake a parable unto them, to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint, saying, There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man, and there was a widow in the city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterwards he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Mm -hmm. So what we're seeing here is we're seeing a truth that Jesus is using about this unjust judge. And he didn't regard humanity. Mm -hmm. Now we know from what we've previously read in the scriptures that God wants rulers, those that make decisions over mankind, to be just ruling in the fear of God. That's right. In other words, they know that there's a God that is watching over them who they're going to be ultimately accountable to, mm -hmm. that they're going to answer to for the decisions they made for those that are underneath them, those that are subordinated underneath them, okay? So this is why it's so important that we pray and we have just men and women over us, honest people, people filled with integrity mm -hmm. and are known for integrity. That's right. Amen? Amen. And I remember that growing up mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, my dad had a fixed principle and he got this from his dad, my grandfather, that <laughs> there's three things you don't do in this household growing up. You don't lie, you don't cheat, and you don't steal. And if you do, your hide is going to be tanned. And I think we all know what that means. There's going to be some disciplinary measures that are applied to your life. To the seat of learning. The, yes, the Board of Education is going to be applied <laughs> to the seat of learning. So that enough said about that. But it's important that people are just that they're, they're, they, they have an accountability. Amen. That's one of the things in our judicious uh, system that if it gets tweaked the wrong way and remains that way, mm -hmm. where atrocities and real crimes are not punished, then that's where people become so dismissive of the laws and the, and the things they should be doing. And that causes incredible problems in a society. Yes, it does. That's why we need righteous judges. Mm -hmm. We need those that are in positions of leadership to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Okay? So when the yeah. Lord is speaking here about this unjust judge, the reason he changed was because he said to himself, this lady is coming to me continually mm -hmm. and saying, avenge me of my adversaries. Mm -hmm. Avenge me. In other words, vindicate me. Vindicate me for the evil or the wrongdoing, the injustice that has been done to me. Mm -hmm. And she just didn't come to him once and say, bye-bye, I know you've got it now. She stayed with him. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, he did. Now, the important thing to remember, and there's so many things in this particular passage, you could preach on this for years, literally, because there's so much in here. We're hitting a few of the high spots. But even though for a while he didn't do anything, the scripture tells us that because the widow troubleth me, in other words, she's annoying or agitating me. That's what the word troubleth mean, to disturb. She was disturbing his peace. In other words, he wanted her to come in and go and be done with it. But because of her persistence, he said, lest by her, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming, she weary me. In other words, she's going to wear me down. I don't want to be wore down. And he goes on to say, using that to illustrate something so beautifully and so much more true about our Heavenly Father, our Heavenly Father, your Heavenly Father. Mm -hmm. And it's the following. He said, Jesus speaking, hear what the unjust judge saith." Now take, in other words, what he has just said. And he goes further to say in verse seven, and shall not God avenge his own elect? Shall not God, your Father, my father, avenge his own elect, which cry, now how? Day and night unto him. Day and night. Mm -hmm. What is day and night symbolically speaking about? We know that Continuously. she was going to sleep. He was going to sleep, mm -hmm. right? We all need sleep as human beings. But the point is, is there was a relentlessness. Yes. There was a spiritual tenacity. Mm -hmm that was there, and Jesus used this parable about this unjust judge and this widow woman to explain how the Heavenly Father works when it comes to his own elect, his own children. Mm -hmm. And he said, Shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you, verse 8, Luke 18, says, I tell you that he, the Father, will avenge them speedily. Praise God. Amen. That's right. He will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. Now, again, as we shared in, in previous times together, that this actually is a continuation of what he began in chapter 17 about speaking about last days mm -hmm. and before the return of the Lord. That's why That's right. he's looking. And if we really believe that we're living in the end of the last days, then this type of praying is going to become more and more known and pronounced in the lives of Christians. Mm -hmm. It should already be in place, mind you, mm -hmm. but it's going to be more preached on. It's going to be more uh, as a continued way of living for Christians because they're not going to take no for an answer. Amen. They're going to stay with it. And this is the whole idea of intercession. When we're praying for our leaders, when we're praying for the situation, we have yet to know the fullness of the outcome of the election we just had. Mm -hmm. But when we're praying, you take a situation, it becomes like a project. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. We don't want to look at prayer as a project, but it's something you're working on yes. as far as doing. It's not something that transpires necessarily overnight. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful to have instantaneous prayers. We've seen many over the years, instantaneous healings and miracles. Seen many. Many though are gradual. They're a process over time. Mm -hmm. 
And in like manner, when we're praying for leaders, when we're praying for this nation, we don't see everything turn around overnight mm -hmm. or right away. And this is where the walk of faith, because we have the spirit of faith. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Yes, we do. There's, uh, we having the same spirit of faith, believing something and saying something, yes. as Paul said there in 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Yes. But the point is, is that this spirit of faith is going to lead us to interceding, and that is standing in the gap for this nation, for the leaders that will, should be in their places in a very important way mm -hmm. and not taking it for granted that this is going to automatically come to pass because we're living in the last days. God's got yes, it all yeah. under control. And so many times, unfortunately, we hear people say, well, God's sovereign and he's going to do what he wants. But again, as we mentioned earlier, God has limited his sovereignty by what he said he would do in his word. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole entire different teaching, <laughs> but it goes with this. And we don't have time to get into that today. But God said repeatedly in his word, if you do this, I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. There's if thens, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So if we pray in line and God wants us to have good, good leadership in this land, mm -hmm. he wants the gospel to go forward in freedom. Mm -hmm. And if it is hindered, if everything's shut down, if everything is immobilized, in other words, stopped, where it can't happen, then that's going to cause problems. Mm -hmm. That's why we have to be so persistent. And the scripture says there that he will avenge us who cry day and night to him. So in other words, just staying, not yes. the frequent unceasing application. Mm -hmm. That's what it's talking about. And he'll do it speedily. It's speedily on his terms. Now in the natural, we're governed so many times by time and time wears away as time wears on and goes on we get wore down but we can't let that happen brothers and sisters that's right because jesus is coming soon we got to get the gospel out we got to take our place we got to run our race we got to hold fast we got to be steady we get to abound in the work of the lord at mm -hmm. all times and so when he says nevertheless will the son of man Come back. Shall he find faith on the earth? And the type of faith that he's talking about here is the persistent type of faith. He's talking about the faith that will not take no for an answer. We cannot ascertain the will of God by circumstances. We cannot say, look, look what's going on or what's not going on and say, oh, gee, it must be the will of God. We must go back to the Bible because that is the plumb line for what we believe and hold fast to that. And that's why the Bible tells us, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, for we walk by faith and not by sight. And in that context, he's talking about dying and going to be with Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. But the precept of faith is the same. Faith is believing in something that you don't yet see in the natural. And that is what precipitates the change in the natural and causes it to come to pass. That's why Paul told Timothy, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life. And we as Christians have to remain steadfast in praying, no matter what happens, no matter what the outcome seemingly is at the moment. We can't be dissuaded away from the truth that God hears us from the moment we pray and that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. It's deeper than that. Forces of darkness, because Satan is the God of this world, is trying to thwart and stop the plan of God. 
And the devil knows his time is short, but we must put him in his place. We must use the mighty name of Jesus and the authority that's been given to us to be, be able to hold fast and stay steadfast in these last days. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Were you going to share something? Yeah, I've got something here just to, I want to share real quick. And I um, um, always want to make it quick here. But um, I like what Genesis 1 talks about. See, you, what I think we have to come back to just the understanding. And just I want to touch on this briefly. Is that what God has left. A lot of times we leave up to God what God's left up to us. And this is a good checkpoint. You know, why are prayers being answered? Are they are they being answered speedily? We have to take our place in Christ and taking our place in Christ is being in authority under authority. Mm -hmm. And you have, we have to go back to what Genesis one talked about and that, you know, God gave Adam dominion over every living thing, over everything. And so when the devil tricked, you know, Adam or Eve, Adam was not deceived and they bought into the high trees and there in the garden of Eden, there was a conspiracy right there, as we noticed. And Jesus was the plan to come back and to build that relationship back so that we could have fellowship with our mm -hmm. father, God, and come back into relationship. He gave us back that authority yes, that God had originally given to Adam. So again, we have to take our place in Christ and we have to take our authority because we can't just yes. sit back and say, well, you know, I'm going to leave it up to God. No, mm -hmm. he's, he's left it up to us. And Jesus was talking about here in Matthew 16 and Matthew 18. And he said, because he was talking about, you know, he was asking Peter, Peter, who do, you, who do people say that I am? And remember, Peter, Peter said here in verse 16, chapter 16, and Simon Peter answered and said, thou art Christ, the son of the living God. This mm -hmm. is who you are, That's right. Lord. But then Jesus turned right back around and said, but this is who you are, Peter. This is who you are. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Now he goes on to say, This is who you are. And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter. And upon this rock will I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Keys of the kingdom. Praise and whatsoever God. thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, <clears throat> and whatsoever uh, thou shalt loose on, loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And then he goes on to say here in Matthew 18, he repeats himself again and said that he's given us the keys to the kingdom. Yes, and it's so has. important Praise that God. we pay attention to these things because this is who's doing the talking. <laughs> Jesus is doing the talking. Yes. In my Bible, it's red. It's red letters. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so Jesus is saying once again in verse 18, verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be shall done be for them done. by my Praise Father which God. is in heaven. So yes. remember, God has left it up to us. He's given us the keys to the kingdom. We have we have authority in Christ Jesus. We can use that name that's above every name. Yes. And, and so that's why we have to take our place. But we have to remain there and stay steadfast and yep. stay there continuously. Uh -huh. You know, if the devil's persistent, how much more do we need to be persistent? And the things of God with our authority, taking our place in Christ, using the name of Jesus, <clears throat> praying that steadfast prayer until we see what we want to see. And until our prayers are answered. Praise God. Sometimes there's a fight going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there is. It's a fight. There's a fight. And sometimes more than others, you notice it. 
But there's always a wrestling match going on, so to speak. From Ephesians 6, we can see that. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness right. of this world, against wicked spirits in the heavenlies. And it's talking about a depiction of that Roman armament there. Most of you are familiar with that in Ephesians 6. But it starts out with saying, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Being strong in him, not yourself. Yes. So when we're being strong in prayer, we're using the name of Jesus. We're using the keys to the kingdom. Whatever we're, we're binding, we're loosing. Mm -hmm. And again, this isn't just binding something haphazardly that mm -hmm. God hasn't already said that we have the authority over. He said, I give you power and authority. I give you power and authority. Authority filled power over serpents and scorpions, over all the power of the enemy. That's right. And nothing by it shall any means hurt you. Mm -hmm. There in Luke chapter 10. He's given us dominion. So he's given us that. Mm -hmm. And it's through the light of God's word that we see past the darkness that's all around us. Mm -hmm. that's right. And it's important for us to remember that, yeah, if God be for us, who's against us? It doesn't matter who's against us. It doesn't matter how it looks like the deck is stacked right now mm -hmm. in your individual life, no matter what you may be going through. God's for you. Mm -hmm. He wants to help you. Amen. He wants to help you. He wants That's to right. help us all, but he wants to help this nation. But to have prayer that is answered, Amen. we have to do it God's way. Mm -hmm. We have to be persistent mm -hmm. in the right type of praying, mm -hmm. praying in faith. Mm-hmm. Being steadfast, not changing, never giving up. Because you'll find out if you haven't already, brothers and sisters, whatever you give up easily, you lose that. It's hard to get it back. Mm -hmm. So we have to be vigilant about these things. Yes, we do. Just like it says there in 1 Peter 5, talking about our opponent, the devil, he goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, mm -hmm. whom resist steadfast in the faith. Yes, steadfast. Well, we resist the devil, but we also know that exercising our authority in Christ pushes back the forces of darkness and it allows the gospel to go forward mm -hmm. and it touches the hearts of men and women. It softens their heart and it allows God to deal with them on a level that otherwise he would be shut out from doing. Because God has invited us to come to him, to ask on the basis of his word in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And if we'll do that and we'll stay steadfast and believe and doubt not, mm -hmm. we're going to see the fruition of our prayers. Praise God. Amen. 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 So we're using this and talking about this in the context of praying for our nation. We saw it there with this widow lady mm -hmm. coming to this unjust judge. She couldn't yes. buy his favor. But what she did is she changed his heart and changed what he did because of what the Bible tells yes. us, because she stayed with it, mm -hmm. because she would not take no for an answer. Amen. Mm -hmm. When you get a hold of the promises of God, brothers and sisters, Hold fast to them. Yes. Don't let them slip through your fingers like the grains of sand if you were trying to hold that in the palm of your hand. And you find out over the period of time, it eventually would try to work its way through your fingers. Mm -hmm. And you'd lose that from the palm of your hands. Stay with the promises of God. Even though we know so much is being spread abroad, 
many much lies, much deception in these last days, even if it was foretold as the Lord Jesus Christ said himself and the writers of the New Testament, as well as the old. Know that the Lord's on your side. Yes. That the spirit of truth, the spirit of the living God comes on the inside of us, changes us. Then for the remainder of our life, will endeavor to help us, to lead us, and to guide us. And he will do that exact same thing. Amen. You might be out there today, and you might be saying, well, I don't really know the Lord Jesus Christ as you're talking to him. The Bible tells us that if we believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, and we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, it's heart faith that brings us in connection with the plan of, for the Father God's redemption which comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you're out there today and you're not sure of your salvation, you can be sure of it. Mm -hmm. Because when we believe something in our heart, it will eventually show up exteriorly in our lives. And that's where it starts in the heart. That's right. The Bible tells us in the Old Testament that God would take out the stony heart of man mm -hmm. and he would put a heart of flesh. In other words, a pliable heart on the inside. He will change you. You'll experience what Jesus talked about in John chapter three, the born again experience. But it comes by faith. It doesn't come by works of righteousness. It doesn't come by, I'll just give enough money. I'll give enough do, deeds. I'll do enough good deeds to make me just. There is no way that you or I or anyone that's ever lived or will live could ever pay the penalty for our sins. Mm -hmm. Only the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ mm -hmm. that flowed from Calvary's Hill 2,000 years ago could ever pay for that. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there today and you say, Pastor, I'd like to pray with you to receive Jesus. He's received by faith. If you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. And I'm not talking about easy believing. I'm talking about heartfelt believing mm -hmm. on the basis of the word of God because it will show up in the days ahead in your life because it changes you inside mm -hmm. and will affect the outside in the way that you live. I want you to bow your head, get on your knees if you can. And that just is a attitude of surrender because this is a very solemn time to receive Jesus and it's mm -hmm. to be a heartfelt commitment that you make to him that Jesus can become the Lord of your life. You believe on him to save you from your sins. Mm -hmm. I want you to bow your head and repeat this out of your heart after me. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I come to you, I come to you on the basis of your word. On the basis of your and your word, word says, and your word says in Romans chapter ten, Romans chapter ten, verses nine and ten, verses nine and ten, that if I would confess. If I would confess with my mouth, with my mouth, the Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus, and believe in my heart, and believe in my heart that God's raised Him from the dead, that God has raised Him from the dead, I would be saved. I would be saved. And so right now, so right now, I believe, I believe that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, is the Son of God, and I invite Him, and I invite Him to come into my heart, to come into my heart, to take over my life, to take over my life. I give Him the reins. I give Him the reins. Now help me, Father. Now help me, Father, to grow in You. To grow in You. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, for forgiving me, for forgiving me, cleansing me, cleansing me, creating me anew, creating me anew on the inside, on the inside, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. It's Glory with believing and saying, praise Amen. God. 
Now, if you did pray that, we want to give you some materials free of charge. You can contact us through the website below and let us know that you prayed with us on this broadcast. God loves you and he does have a plan for your life and he wants yes, you he to live a life of faith, not of fear mm -hmm. for the remainder of your days till Jesus comes and be sold out for him. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. The Lord is so good and he cares about you. Yes, he does. We're going to receive communion mm -hmm. as we talked about earlier. This is the Lord's table. This is a sacred thing that we do in commemoration of what Jesus did for us 2,000 years ago. Taking the yes. cup and the bread. Yes. And so at this time, on the basis of 1 Corinthians chapter 11, as Paul received revelation about this, he received to the Lord what the Lord had previously done on that night in which he was betrayed. He took bread and he took of the cup. The bread represented the stripes that were going to be laid on his back mm -hmm. for our physical healing. Yes. The blood that he shed would be for the redemption, for the forgiveness of sins, mm -hmm. for the creating of new. Mm -hmm. And by experiencing what he did on Calvary, he would be able to open up the gateway to the Father God and we could be born again and come into his family. Amen. So right now, as we pray over the bread, honey, do you want to pray over that? Sure. If you need physical healing, by the hand of faith, reach out and say, Lord, I want to thank you for my healing in my body. Yes. Because he will heal. He will work a miracle yes. in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Father God. We just come before you right now. We open up our hearts to receive, Lord. And we thank you for this opportunity to be able to recognize what Jesus did on the cross for our sins. Yes. As well as what he did and, and taking away all of our sicknesses yes. and diseases. And whatever tries to come our way, yes. Jesus already paid the price. So, yes. Father God, we as we partake of this bread right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your healing power being made Jesus manifest. Name. And as we receive today, what this symbolizes, we say in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, that you are my healer, and I receive healing for my body right now in the Jesus. name of Jesus. And if Hallelujah. you're experiencing any problems in your hands today or any um, uh, arthritic, uh, arthritic uh, conditions, just say, in Jesus' name, you have to go for me because Jesus paid the price. So let's Amen. go and take and eat and receive right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. By his stripes, we were healed. Healing belongs yes. to you. Yes, it Thank does. you, Father, yes. for your healing power yes. being ministered to every person out there today in Jesus' name. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, as we receive this cup, we do so as it symbolizes the spilled blood of our Savior, the Lord Jesus. You, Lord. Lord, we want to take this opportunity to say thank you once again thank you, Jesus. for the remission of sins, Yes. for the righteousness in which you've robed us with that was not our own, but through the Lord Jesus Christ. And we want to thank you that we receive <laughs> forgiveness when we ask mm -hmm. that we've been born again. Mm -hmm. And today we want to thank you and celebrate your goodness towards humanity and specifically our individual lives today yes lord in jesus name in jesus name amen amen hallelujah praise the name of the lord god is so good yes he is hallelujah amen in these last days it's exciting to be alive god's not finished with us amen. we've only just begun mm -hmm. so i encourage you today amen. 
to go in the spirit of faith, go out and tell people your own personal testimony about what Jesus did for you. Let your light shine. And until Jesus comes, run your race, run it with patience in the spirit of faith and hold steady because the best is yet to come. God bless you. God bless we you. love you. And until next night, time, keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen.